Welcome, ladies, gents, tiny infants, toddlers, and the rest. They shouldn't uh, be listening to this show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Welcome to season three, episode 11, the final episode in season three. This season goes to 11. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> this season goes to 11. You mustn't even listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, as always, I am joined... By my good friends, compadres, one Nick Gregorio. Hey, everybody. I'm thrilled to be here, although I don't sound it. (laughs) (laughs) Those are outside influences encroaching on your psyche. And Daniel DeFranco. I am not thrilled to be here, and I am going to hide that with my exuberance. (laughs) (laughs) Way to end the season. It's going to be strong. Yeah, we're pumped for this one. It's going to be strong. Uh, and so, who are you? Who are you, friend? Uh, hi, I'm Nick Mahalik, and um, I chose these things, <laughs> except for the beer. And and <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, this was interesting. This was interesting. I think this is this is very reflective of how oddly this school year has begun. Yeah. I'm gonna say that just an expectation, uh, and then not that. Um, so so we go. It's like the Empire Strikes Back. To Ooh. the last episode. Are you talking about your uh, uh, feelings towards the book? Yes, okay. I am. Um, to be clear, <laughs> it's, that was not. Which is much of the book. And uh, <laughs> what what Damn. what we have here today is "Perfect Little World" by Kevin Wilson. We also have the uh, first album by Annuals, "Be He Me." And uh, Nick, would you bring us we from your have journey? Lost Nation Brewings. Vermont Pilsner, which I picked up while I was, uh, shockingly enough, in Vermont. In Vermont for a wedding, no doubt. Yes, sir. Actually, my, the first um, time I've had the privilege of attending a gay wedding. So, um, no shit. Yes, sir. Um, it was a very lovely weekend. So. The re- um, my surprise is is not because of that. It's because my good friend Tom Bannon went to his first gay wedding last weekend. Oh, get out! Yeah, How he about was that? psyched. He was a big. He started oh. texting me the playlist. He was like, I would die for you, on. I was like, God damn it, I'm so jealous. <laughs> um, but Did you ever see, I think it was on a Netflix series, I Think You Should Leave? No. Mm. Where the, was that the thing with the gay wedding? I actually didn't see that. It popped up, and I was like, I think you should leave. That's a hilarious and great title. Or maybe I'm thinking of a key and peel bit. Anyway, there's a whole thing about gay weddings. Uh, that huge guy, uh, stand-up comedian Ralphie May, has a great bit about gay weddings, especially in his... Uh, dialect it's pretty funny yeah yeah um in any case let's jump in we gotta jump in we gotta do it we gotta we gotta get into it perfect little world so kevin wilson is is a a writer who had a celebrated debut celebrated debut the family fang and um when this book the fam the the family fang right correct okay did i say that i'm just clearing it up for myself I okay. <laughs> okay. I thought I said that. Did we hear that? I'm looking at it. It's at the back in the back of the book there. Yeah. So <laughs> so this 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 received uh, quite a bit of adulation, um, and when this book came out, his follow up, Perfect Little World, um, I was really intrigued by the premise, and so to lay it out, the premise is essentially that uh, ten different children are going to be born to ten different uh, couples, all but Izzy, our protagonist. Um, who is the um, unfortunate teen who has found herself pregnant 
graduating high school and her uh the father of her child is in fact her um 30 something art teacher um and so what gets proposed is of course uh because of all these different connections and things that go on that i won't get into that she joined this project by an esteemed uh psychologist and researcher who is starting this thing called the uh the infinite family right and the infinite family is essentially a program where these 10 children and their parent or parents will live together in a commune style situation for 10 years uh, participate in this study and the children for the first five years of their life won't know who their biological parent is and it'll be this co-parenting to the max situation um did i did i do that justice is that essentially a sounds like the broad strokes yeah um and so that was really intriguing to me because as a new parent there there is tons of literature and different things out there there's studies that seem extreme and when you're looking at you know how you want to approach this really daunting task of raising a human um it's overwhelming and one of the things that is constantly on your mind that's constantly in izzy's mind in the beginning is of course you want to do the best and you look at and see very clearly, it's almost amplified all of your shortcomings, all of the things that you lack um, to provide this child with a, with a good life uh, or, or one that you would expect to give them or want to give them rather. And um, so that was really intriguing to me because what comes with participation in this study um, is of course this insane commitment, but also um, because there's a billionaire who's sort of the, the one who's... Uh, making it happen um benefactor i was gonna say that and then i thought i don't want to use that incorrectly because i thought i well, that's what they say in the book yeah your benefactor yeah. sounds like a villain <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, so Have they considered the benefactor <laughs> it was the benefactor well robin With i would say it the is benefactor <laughs> it is as i feared <laughs> So uh, so she is is essentially offering, you know, the parents um, this ability to to then uh, find a job, be, be trained for the job, uh, all these opportunities that they wouldn't otherwise have, if especially for Izzy as a single parent to to get if they participate in the program, you know. And so um, it just seems like a very advantageous thing. And she takes advantage of it. And then we see, you know, sort of like how it unfolds expectedly, I would argue. Um, again, what a lot of the reviews say and what, what my gut reaction that made me choose it was, I, I had never heard of Kevin Wilson before. And so I was interested in reading someone I had never heard of before. Because oftentimes I'll choose somebody that I'm familiar with or I've read before in some way. Hadn't read him before, so my uh, idiot self took a shot in the dark. And then... And brought his friends along. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and I really, I was, I was really intrigued by the premise. I'm, it's, it's just in the front of my mind. Well, it's ambitious. It is. It is. And I thought, you know, this, this could be done well. Um, but when we get into it, one of the major things that I found was, uh, and in a lot of the reviews, as I said, was uh, fantastic premise, really intriguing premise. Um, execution is, is is what we're looking for and for me that came really in in just how slowly this was paced and never ever moved nothing ever 
happens. You know, and I, I, even when you read the, the final chapter, you're just flipping pages to flip them. I mean, I, I just, I've, I have not been so disappointed in such a long time. And I don't mean to really give it such a bad thing because I chose it and I'm embarrassed. Not embarrassed. I fucking picked it. You didn't, I, you didn't I, write I, it. I didn't know. I didn't know. Swing and a miss. And, 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 the, and the things I thought um, would, would be standouts and, and, and be able to, to hang the story on just denies them. Doesn't even bother. Like a great example is in the very beginning when it's not even the beginning. It's like fucking like 100 pages in. Yeah. She goes to give birth finally. Yeah. And, uh, and her, her pops doesn't show at all which is ridiculous there's no development to make that seem right you don't even care about them to begin with you give no shits i i the amount of tell in this story is just mind-blowing this book is pure exposition yeah with thousand percent really bad false belabored Forced dialogue. Yep. Interspersed. Like when I painful say it felt like a draft. I mean, like like a legit draft. Like not. Oh, this is the last one. I just got uh, here and there. This was like you just fleshed out the idea, maybe, and I, I'm I'm shocked. Like because the thing is, we have it. Published by a, a reputable publisher. Echo is damn good. Damn I good. love the vast majority, and it's always like a, a not qu- like an interesting book that I've gotten from them. Maybe that's just me and no, my I've taste. Had a similar experience, right? But like, you look back at your shelf and you go, "Oh, all the echoes are the weird ones that I like." Yeah, yeah. right. Yep. And and uh, or the Riverheads or whatever. You know sure. what I mean? Like, there's these certain ones, and so I ex- and it wasn't even that my expectation was, you know, too high or anything like that. Just what the fuck? Yeah. Whole time. So whole time. The prologue was was actually the best part of the book. Two and a half pages to four pages of the prologue. I was gonna say the first I wanna say like twenty five felt the most polished. The humor felt like yeah. it was like uh, where it should be. Um and th- that thing of like you know, the punctuated sentence that's like, ooh, uh, you said it to me one time. Like that's why you're a writer. Like that's a yeah. that's a good that's a good line. That kind of thing sticks with you, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good. You get a couple of those, and then you get ones for the rest of the book that are garbage, like just infantile. Mm-hmm. To do it, to to every couple paragraphs, these three lines that punctuate at the end that are just beating you in the face with some garbage <laughs> tell that you don't need to know because you've done nothing to make me care, mm-hmm. right? But- I I. And I and I didn't expect this to be a shit session for anyone listening. I really wanted to be intrigued by the book, and I wanted something to come out of it uh, on a deeply, uh, I don't know, sort of like I wanted it to resonate, you know, and 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 have some sort of revelation or or or, or understanding of self by the end because I'm in a situation that I thought this would be exploring. But there's no discovery whatsoever. And that was my biggest takeaway, really, if, you, if, if we're going to jump there. My biggest takeaway was, where's the discovery? Where's the reader? It's almost insulting to your intelligence. Yeah. 
This book was a like a wet fart. <laughs> you really almost got lost the all the liquid <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> Every really, bit of it. You really say you got something on your mind, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the prologue was good. It got me hooked, and and Absolutely. I knew I. Listener, I knew I was in danger when <laughs> three pages in, I counted five semicolons. <laughs> and as a writer, I, my, I, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me, not another one. Yep. And then on page... Uh, That's the, what I'm saying with a draft. The sixth Who didn't catch that? On the sixth page, he dropped this gem because she, she's pregnant. Um, what do we do then, he asked. That's Izzy's uh, uh, older... Uh, pedophile art po- teacher? Yes, pedophile art teacher is the yeah. word. Exactly yep. what it is. <laughs> ah. Um, and Izzy was relieved to see that he was finally addressing the issue. The elephant in the womb. <laughs> I almost threw the book across the fucking room. Wait a minute. No, hold on a second. So, full disclosure. He was probably like, oh, yes, this is so delicious. This is, I did. Delicious. But, but, but this, this is my reaction. I, I read that and I went, okay, thinking... This might be a sense of humor, like th- this is this is a recognizing that it's ridiculous kind of thing. A no, no, wink no. to the reader, early on, and then holy shit! You know what type of sense of humor that is? It's this joke. I googled how to start a wildfire. I found eleven thousand matches. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of humor that that is. Yeah. Yep. 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 And yep. it wasn't like a character saying it. Right. Which would be like, oh well, that's just that. Okay, that exactly. guy, that guy's dad humor. This was the narrator. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy, are we in trouble. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, yeah, A seatbelt appears out of nowhere. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> the klaxons on the Enterprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I don't want to, because I, I, I actually don't want to relive it. I don't want to go through this whole book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we should. And pick apart, like, all the plot things that are just terrible. Right. Um, it's just, Let's think about this. The, so, uh, so the, the craft of it. Why it's written so bad, right? Is what I think we would, because uh, we can turn this into a teachable moment. That yeah, was, and that's kind of what I would rather do. That was going to be my approach, right? So yeah. I, I feel I felt like we had to, uh, you know, sort of exercise some some things to start. So I knew you didn't like it, and uh, and then I knew I didn't like it, and so I was like, you know what? Well, I, I will say. Because of the aforementioned things about my tone of voice this episode, I was, <laughs> I've had been unable to read anything. Um, but I was really excited for this book. I bought it. It's in my bag right now. I just thought, I don't even know why I brought it. Um, <laughs> so we can all burn them together? Now I that was literally going to say, ceremonious burning. Now that you're talking about it. You're pleased. I, no. I, <laughs> well, I'm glad as hell I didn't waste any time. I haven't really had much time to waste, and my God. Yeah, could you imagine how he wouldn't have shown up just out of spite, been Jesus like just upset Christ. with me. Yeah. No, I, well, so let's make it a teachable moment. It's the first few weeks of school, and this is something that uh, I bet we're finding we're having to do, right? Where a student really, really confidently gives you a response that is just no good, right? Not even like in, in the wheelhouse, the stadium, right? They're, 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 somehow playing at the spectrum and they should certainly be cat (laughs) (laughs) k-a-t your english classes are different than mine yes they are it's a brian regan bit guys come on it's a cup of dirt um (laughs) so so one of the things that that for me was the biggest and this is one of those first things was how there is little to no 
character development. They were all flat and static from... They, um, nothing changes. Yeah. And I have no investment in the characters because of that. I literally have, at the end, something of what should be, I guess, this like rom-com moment, mm-hmm. essentially. And I, I feel nothing but a desire for it to end. Like, I would almost want them to have actually burnt down the complex with them in it so something would have happened. No, we can't do that because they're giving us money. They're being very generous. Jesus. It's like, that's the, that's the character that's in charge of the um, Jesus. of the whole thing. He says nothing the whole book except, well, that's understandable. And that's supposed to be his character development, but he's not a human. Mm-mm. He's not a human. And then you're... I know there are robots in this. This interesting (laughs) (laughs) they're all robots so like it's like izzy should have been interesting given you know all these things she's given uh uh what what would you call that even like hobbies like whittling and and being able to 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 barbecue a whole pig uh, all this shit that 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 could certainly round a character and somehow it and somehow doesn't. it doesn't yeah and somehow it doesn't because it's just the thing she does I don't yeah. know whittling's not interesting that's it like like okay so let's think about it if there were a character in here that has any sort of personality or we get a sense of them who might it be for me the only one is her coworker yeah Tannehill yeah at at the and this is another thing it goes to that sense of humor thing that you said. Right? What is it called? The the whole pig? Yeah. Or right? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That's that's just a turn of phrase, man. Yeah. Like and and I can imagine no Tennessee barbecue joint called that. I mean, it's it's just those it's just those things. And he is a southern writer, so I, I was so surprised that none of like he didn't have to write in dialect. That was one of the things that I I, I was excited about too, because I don't read many Writers from the South as well. I mean, I chose this in the hopes, right? Yeah, right. And and I really, I, I was like, oh, he doesn't have to write in dialect, but I would love to see uh, a, a glimpse, right, to, to, to get into that. My best friend growing up from Memphis, I, I have like this, and there's 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 a, a humor, there's a, there's a whole way of being when you have that history. And I got none of it, no history whatsoever. I got nothing about where they're from there's no personality to their community there's no personality to nearly any of it um and that was really frustrating because how does it get here how how do i have a hardcover book from one of my favorite presses in my hand and i'm so upset because he workshopped the shit probably out of his short stories when he was at the um at his mfa program from uh wherever he was They're, they're probably good you know, right. and, but when he's left to his own devices, but the Family Fang got all this critical acclaim. Well, so did this. I mean, NPR that. says delicious. Well, that's uh, could yeah. have been a thing that they have just said about the previous book. That sure. whole back of my book is stuff about the previous book. There's yeah. not one thing about this book. Well, there's nothing to say good about it. Exactly. So, let me let me just give you a snippet of the dialogue, um, just to show how they don't sound real. And this is a thing. If I was teaching this, you've got to you got to work on your dialogue. Exactly. Um, these, There's so much of it. This is not how people uh, talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, right? or, or in fiction, anyway. Yeah. So Izzy is ready to... She's given birth to her to her son. And Mr. Tannehill's the only one who's there. Mm-hmm. Her family, her dad is um, 
he's hammered. really a non-existent character. Yeah, he doesn't. He says um, he has one. He has one <laughs> little speech that yeah. he gives her, and then he literally deflates <laughs> into his lazy like a boy, whoopee cushion. Like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> <laughs> and he floats away. And yeah, and and then that's the last yeah. you yeah. hear huh. of him. What's your name? She asked Mr. Tannehill. Izzy. You know my name. I don't actually. They've worked together for years. I've only ever known you as Mr. Tannehill. I don't believe I've ever heard anyone refer to you as anything other than that. He shook his head as if he'd committed a social mistake and could not live it down. Seems like friends should know each other's names, he said. It's Cap. My mom's maiden name was Kaplan, and Cap was the compromise between my parents. I like it, Izzy said. And we can stop there. No, keep going. But but he <laughs> I could use but, a rest. One of the one of the <laughs> best uh things that's in that too that is emblematic of the rest is he he shook his head as if he had committed some social atrocity. What is it? Yeah, some, it was some like social that. mistake and could not live it down. What does that mean? The shaking of the head is enough, my friend. Yeah. Like we get that he's upset with himself it's, and, and it's, some it's always that extra thing you're explaining your uh what it's like you're explaining the simile or the metaphor or the action to death yeah and that is like that's light yeah compared to the rest we of get the paragraphs usually of, we get paragraphs yeah. of, at least two three sentences of that and this is why because don't forget this because this is why yep. like like and that's like we stuff. didn't understand how clever he was to put in that mr Tannehill shook his head yeah what yeah he, that, that, i know why he fucking <laughs> shook his head He's upset because he cares for this person, <laughs> and he thought by now he would have introduced himself properly. We get it, and that's Holy the stuff we we'll point to as a as I a love, teacher. You know, I love how mad you are. Yeah. I mean, I don't well, love bad. that you're this mad. This is really bad. Like, I mean, it, just every page and the amount of times that it knocked me out, and I mean, literally put me to sleep, was like nothing. I it's actually funny on on my teacher that we were talking about Billy Bud, and. I said Billy Bud was the 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 book that that was the most boring book I was ever made to read. Mm-hmm. I made myself read this, <laughs> and and this probably uh, is, you know eclipses that. Yeah. At this point, there, holy shit. There is one positive thing that I, I can take from this. Have Go you ever, have you ever seen Interstellar? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, having gone through the experience of reading this book, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> Like, I know what it's like to be Matt Damon's character <laughs> to go to a planet and think you're finding, like, the new Earth, like, the place where civilization can thrive and you're going to... And then realize that you're doomed yep. to be stuck there forever and you just gotta and die. Kill somebody to, to get out, yeah. And it's never going to end <laughs> until you kill yourself. <sighs> I wish you were wrong. I really wish. <laughs> I I really wish I had. I had. There was something. I've. I. I. You know. I. C- I can only apologize so many times to you, fuckers. Well, you don't have to apologize. What's funny is I thought that you liked this book, so I was getting so mad. I was like talking to my wife. I was like, I can't. He's a fucking idiot. What's wrong with him? Yeah. <laughs> this guy can't like it. He how, can't. How have been, <laughs> I've been friends with him this long? I guess it's I got insane. <laughs> Well, sh- <laughs> well, it's it's not like he, you find out he's a Trump voter. You know what I right, mean? Yeah, so you yeah. can't just be like, listen, I got to cut ties with you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like, let's talk it out. <laughs> what did you do? I don't think there'd be any. What, what happened to you? That this is, I had a you- whole conversation in my head about the things you were going to say. Really? And like my responses. For sure. And 
and I thought that you were going to say, because talking about made-up conversations is better than talking about this book right now. Exactly. Um, Let's one of these made-up conversations <laughs> was you like really liking this book and yeah. then doing the, uh, the parent thing to me and Nick, who I thought would not have liked it either. Be like, right. well... Listen, guys. Ooh, listen, guys. You don't have a kid, so you wouldn't understand. <laughs> oh my and, God! And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think you would ever say <laughs> that. Yeah, say, yeah. What have I done to betray you? <laughs> and my retort was, that shouldn't be like a defense of a piece of art, you know? Yeah. Like it was a whole. I, like, we had really, a, or a piece of shit for that matter. Yeah. You, know? like, you really went in depth in these. Is this a shower conversation? It's like the whole week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was getting really. No, but I, I was. I was getting I, angry with you. Sure. With imaginary me. The me that exists in your head. So the me that exists in your head is Sucks. such a dick. <laughs> he would go, listen, he'd be the little. <laughs> just because you have no frame of reference <laughs> with this particular experience does not give you any right to comment on what it means to get out of to town. To read a book. I mean, that's actually <laughs> to a book. <laughs> right. To read a fucking book yeah. because the content is just the content, right? Yeah. Jesus. That, I mean, that's pretty interesting, though, because that actually is sort of a societal thing right mm-hmm. now where there is a really big sort of rallying thing where you can't fucking critique that because you have no idea what it's like. You know, actually, it's a book. I can, I'm aware of what fiction's like pretty, pretty spoke, extensively. Supposed so to be a story. I'm gonna, yeah, I, I, I feel like I could comment on craft a little bit. I'm going <laughs> to talk about it. Is there other <laughs> the the inciting incident be a pirate. <laughs> the inciting incident doesn't occur. <laughs> the tax pyramid does not exist. It crumbles. It is one flat line. A pile of sand. It is that it you're is, just trudging. You know what would have been better if at the end it was a dream and in fact Izzy died in childbirth. That's it. And that's like the one rule that you just don't. You never do. But right. it that would have made this <laughs> better than worlds this. better. <laughs> like, so Kevin Wilson, and I don't want to, I don't want to um, shit on him a little. Uh, I want to do it a lot. I, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I was gonna say we are balls deep in it right now. Um, <laughs> we can't tag his ass on anything. <laughs> he did Listen, the ridiculous, <laughs> fucking stupid dude thing of having. The young girl, he made her 18. It doesn't right. matter. She's, she's in high school. Fall in love and be fucking her late 30s uh, art teacher. Right. But it's cool because she's mature. Oh, this is, this is the right. thing. The fucking cliches. That was what I wanted yeah. to talk about, too. And, Jesus Christ. And then, That's fucked. Period. Hold on, hold on. Not only once, but at the end, once twice. More, right? Once more, just for good measure. I'm 10 years older than you. What? Yeah. What? So, so he was the same age as your pedophile art teacher, which the pedophilia never gets even addressed, really. Mm-mm. Other than well, she was, was eighteen. He, please, he yeah. would. The, I don't know if you've had to take the state of PA yeah. uh, <laughs> sexual yeah. abuse uh, uh, training, uh, but that's still not cool. Not at all. At all. Well, that's legally not- or ethically. And so yeah. what, what what we have here no. is. The dude—he did kill himself. Right. That was what his saving so grace. This is, this yeah. is the this is the cliche I'm talking right. about. Let's not get only rid of that problem. It, not only do we get rid of that problem exactly yeah. as easy and quickly as possible, but we also get rid of it by doing this fucking real frustrating thing of having him be from an uber wealthy family. How is it that this plot revolves around the wealth of two 
super wealthy people that happen to be directly connected to our single pregnant teen mom. Yeah. That all of her problems are solved by a, 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 a dude who's a connected to a super mm-hmm. wealthy family somehow. Give me a, a fucking break, man. Like, at this point, right? And we can't forget that, like, great writers use that all the time to develop some kind of platform on which to tell the story. We have it. Uh, Vonnegut does it a bunch. Super wealthy. Mm-hmm. And then we get Ice Nine. Oh, Salinger. Right? Salinger does it. Also a fucking... Pedo, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In right. real life, but not, you know, right. the fiction. Yeah, there is a little bit of a uh, pedo in the catcher, though. It's teacher to... Uh, Mr. Antolini? Yeah. yeah. That's up for debate, right? I don't I think so. Is it, though? <laughs> 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 it's pretty clear. He's stroking um, his face. We'll get to that another time. <laughs> uh, but in this, so we have we have these cliches of the, of the, of the super wealthy, either... Uh, uh, saving you or or being the reason why the thing exists. And yet you're trying to tell the story of the the common person, which is our pregnant teen mom in this case. And, and She has and no agency through any of this. None whatsoever. And, and, and it, the situation is so obvious, a reflection like of the situation that she's a student at school, she falls in love with her, with her teacher, right? She's a captive in this maniacs 10-year uh plan Mm -hmm. in in a remote complex and she's literally the only single person there and she falls in love with the dude Uh, obviously it's 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 like a a a maze she can't get out of unless she does that yeah it's 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 madness it's absolute madness and just i i just the, the the amount of cliche that goes throughout that isn't unique Right, because you can take a cliche and you can you can turn on its fucking head. Because, frankly, most stuff is at this point cliche, right? Yeah, and there, you've there's a reason it exists. Do something interesting with it, right? So, so, so I didn't, I wasn't bothered by a, a, a young Southern teenager working in a barbecue joint in Tennessee. Yeah, right. But, but, holy shit! If 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 that had no bearing on on the character whatsoever, if there was there was there was nothing. Like it didn't give me anything more. I, I just I couldn't have been more frustrated. Just the amount of times where I was just let down by something that was so predictable and obvious. The from page ten, she's going, "This will never work. This will never succeed. This is this is going to be an abysmal failure." But fuck it, money. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dude, you have been set up to be intelligent enough. Like it would be great. To have her had uh, uh, escaped and see how that fucked her life, and they're trying to, you know, give me some adventure, give me something, give me some drama, anything, anything at all. But this droll, just fucking locomotive, powered by the steam of cliche, I, I just, I can't. I that was really good. I'm gonna use that. It's all yours. Really? <laughs> well, look, can I? I wonder if. So, how can a book like this be released? I mean, is it a matter of dude turned it in? There was a deadline. They decided not to send it back to him. Like I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like there's how, just there's how, just a manuscript with tons of notes sitting somewhere. Yeah, it just that doesn't dude make got any fired. Sense that something that could never be went so out. blatantly bad. And I haven't even read. And frankly, I mean, I'm not one to say like, well, I haven't read it, so I can't have an opinion. Like you guys are are, are 
are pretty damn good at this. You know what I mean? So it's not a matter of of that. It's a matter of I just can't. I was trying to find. Something. I can't understand how a book that neither of you can find anything. I mean, re- redeeming. And every, if you look at every it, good it ends. review, that's good. <laughs> as most things do. Yeah. If you look at every review, Goodreads or otherwise, actually, it's all interesting premise, interesting premise, interesting premise, just over and over and over again. And that's really all it is. Um, because it's just a, a really just a drop ball. It's a missed opportunity. I don't, I don't get it. You know what's frustrating to me? I don't know if you felt this as well, Daniel, but, um, you know, I don't need to be reading a, a, a fucking, you know, academic article. But holy shit, if you're engaging with some real science, put it in there. I don't mind learning. Why not? Yeah. But it's not even pseudoscience. It's it's glazed over and skipped entirely. Let's, There's nothing. Let's try this. It's pretty it's pretty much the you, the premise. Everything I here's the thing. Everything I wanted, I didn't get. Wow. That's how it felt. Wow. Everything I wanted, I I I did not get. The interesting stuff is left out for sweeping generalization and 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 loose explanation. That's my note. Yeah. And I underlined where's the discovery because that was my whole thing is I've discovered nothing, I've learned nothing. I care not about the characters and the it. interesting premise is 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 it's like putting a a, a fucking 300 pound boulder of cliche on top of a toothpick of premise and that's what happened. That was also really good. Blown to smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, done talking about Perfect Little World. I'm done I, with this guy. I got nothing to fucking say. Yeah. I, I really, I, I, I was hoping that we, um, we might have not been on the exact same page, but, but we are. I, I look at my notes and um, I just, I just, I really, I got, I got nothing. So would you read the Family Fang? I almost out of just like masochistic curiosity. Yeah. Like, how, the, how the fuck is this? Would this? How could this be so much better if this is the quality of writing of the next one? Sure. You know, like I, I just, I just really, I don't. Did you buy that hardcover? Yeah, it's, it was like, and that was, should have been my first clue. It was like ten bucks on on uh, yeah. Amazon or something. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, the the paperback. See the. This you you mentioned rom com type sentiment. Yeah, this looks like a rom com book. Yeah, you know it I mean? does. I mean, that almost looks like it's trying to rip off the uh, shopaholic. No, I was gonna say um, the um, the uh, game of life. <laughs> no, you're walking around the table. <laughs> well, it's 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 like uh, um, I'm trying to think of the director's name. Uh, Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. yeah. He always does the, that type of shot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just the slice. Which is home. really interesting in film. Um, not <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, to close, this, this is this might actually be the, the the most boring book I've ever read. This there's no most. This is absolutely the worst, most boring thing I have ever read. Even things that are. I hope my bad, other choices just. For the for next season, well, it can season. only go up from here. Well, I guess true. We're at, we're at rock bottom. I the reason that this takes the top place. You're using superlatives. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm meaning this because even bad like writing is coming from uh, a place where I was 
probably not expecting right. good writing. If I was, you know, reading like, I don't know, something on a, like a message board or something. Right. Someone, yeah. this came uh, blessed. From an acclaimed writer. Yes. From an acclaimed writer, from a really good press, who's got an agent. Right. Um, he's schooled. Like, he should know how, how to do it, things. How the fuck does it happen? Yeah. So the, um, mm. uh, that's, that's why. It is um, yeah. a pile of shit. It's the disappointment coupled with just the absolute lack of artistry. Wow. Yeah. I hope one day somebody feels that way about something I've written. Yeah, to be that pissed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or just to good. feel that strongly, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But to be that pissed would be really funny. I would I would love to hear that. Like, oh, man. man you, shit. You're really, <laughs> yeah. really going for it there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. You'd listen to the whole thing. You're you insulting my looks. Which <laughs> 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 just an ad hominem attack. Yeah. <laughs> Well, your looks you can do nothing about. Right. You can edit your <laughs> fucking novel. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Wow. Um, but hopefully, you know, I mean, for me, it, it, it did. I mean, it's it's if there's any positive takeaway, which I'd like to end on that would be that it, it did. It smacked me in the face a little bit. Right. Because it was like it was like. Don't forget not to do this. Shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm not even. I'm, no, that wasn't even meant to, to be funny. That no, really was a good wasn't. lesson to learn. I'm glad it was, but like, for real, it was. Don't forget not to do this shit. But if you do, now you've got a home at Echo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you don't anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dana goes back into the spreadsheet tonight. Fuck, shouldn't have said it. Not have said Nick's that. not going to take it out. Oh. <laughs> That's damn He's it. leaving that one in. He's leaving God that damn in. Damn it. All right, so um, let's move on to the record. Let's move on to the record. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I have elected uh, to introduce you, cats, um, because we're talking about family. I wanted to originally, but we're also doing the annuals, right? Uh, I wanted to do bands that have two drummers. Can I introduce you? If I were to introduce, there'd be a band with two drummers. It'd be. Uh, uh, there's not many good bands with two drummers. No. Uh, and the bands with two drummers are also of sort of like a unique ilk. Um, so it's like the Grateful Dead. Uh, that's one of them. No you good. Slipknot. <laughs> Do they have two drummers? Yeah. They have like three. One dude just plays. Well, they like have the a percussionist kegs. as well. Yeah. 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 Um, so in any case, what I elected to do was uh, uh, bands that have family members that make up the band. Um, so here we go. If I were to introduce my two friends, Nick and Dan, as Bands that have family members who make up the band. Um, Nick, you would be Stone Temple Pilots. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Uh, the like reason that. being is because you that. get what you think you're going to get, but you're still really pleased and and excited by what you end up getting, right? It's, you get a lady. It's, there's always something different. There's always something uh, unique there that you didn't see coming, right? Even though you're, you're getting what you need, you're getting what you think. But then you're still surprised. I yeah. like that. I like Heroin that quite a bit. and a lady picture show. I was I was picturing a, a nice smelling yeah. onion. <laughs> 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 you just peel away the onions and, and you, like you you smile instead of cry. <laughs> 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 the onions or the layers? I don't remember what I said. You said the onions. Fuck, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you are um, the kings of Leon. Oh. The reason being I is because like your sex is on fire. No, no. Well, that's where it ends <laughs> up, but it's complimentary oh. at first. Uh, the the reason being is because you don't expect them to rock your socks off nearly as much as they do, but they do. 
<laughs> because of the times is one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. It fucking wails. It's awesome. Um, but ultimately, they leave a sour taste in your mouth. Their <laughs> pop sensibilities take over, <laughs> and they write "Sex Is on Fire," yeah. which I could see you doing. No insult. It's all money I could just see you going. A lot of money. I uh, I just put out a, I just put out a a, a, a ball breaker. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sex on fire it a little bit, and you know, keep this train rolling. First, he gives me the worst book I've ever read. Listen, King's Landing is a compliment. It's meant to be a compliment. But it ended on Sex on Fire. It did end on Sex on did Fire, they but they up? end on Sex on Fire. STP doesn't end anywhere. It's shitty, so I couldn't, you well, know. They ended up in, in, in addiction and death. Well, <laughs> let's just say I thought that because your novel includes that. Yeah, that's true. Easy out. In. That was a Kevin Wilson writing moment. <laughs> what was... um. The Stone Temple Pilot spinoff. Oh, uh, the one with um, uh, Velvet Revolver. Uh, well, no, that's that was that's n- Scott Weiland. That'd be a Scott Weiland, like a oh, super you're group. separating him from the band. I yeah. don't think that way. No, no, no. Band's it was the Vel- band, Velvet. Re- um, it's a family. Velvet Revolver uh, was the Slash. S- yeah, that was Scott a Slash Weiland. thing with Miles Kennedy. Uh, well, there was a whole th- no Velvet Revolver was with you're right, Scott Weiland. Um, but Stone Temple Pilots, they actually... Oh, they did an audio slave? They just got another singer. Well, they're still Stone Temple Pilots. Oh. Or is that Alice in Chains? Well, that's Alice that's in Alice Chains. That's Alice in Chains, okay. yeah. Um, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, maybe, I don't know. I have to look that up if they're touring as STP with a guest singer. But they did get another singer. Bros, and this yeah. this is while um, Scott was still alive. Oh, shit. Man, I forget the name of that album. Well, if only I had a phone, I could look it up. Uh, we'll look that up and we'll get the info. So... Partly what I'm doing is stalling because I can't think of who you would be as oh, a I band. Oh, <laughs> Good work. A family band. Uh, a Partridge family. I was going <laughs> to go there, but he, his, his, his car doesn't have enough stickers. No. <laughs> I only have the two. Yeah. They're magnets anyway. Yeah, they'll come right off. No, it's all right. No flower power. Yeah. No, uh, you would be... They're not in the same band, but these are my rules now. It's my right. microphone. <laughs> You're going to be... Hanson. You're going to be Power Man 5000. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. You knocked it out of the park, sir. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, because you went, you've got your brother, right, uh, Rob Zombie, yeah. doing his own thing around the corner. But you're like, I wanted to be Rob in this. No, 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 I Mike's don't know Rob. Why I'm not. But you're Michael like, is Rob? Yeah, absolutely. Michael's the, st- the younger. But he's still living the dream. You're in a basement reading shitty novels. Oh, that's true. With your long arms now. Yeah, Power Man 5000. With the. Uh, <laughs> I still listen to God that one Power Man 5000 album once a year. because This is what it feels like when worlds collide. Yes. <laughs> uh, once a year, I pull that out, and uh, I have uh, a whole lot of sugary fun. <laughs> and then I go, till next year, Power Man. Till next year, Power Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Astro Creep for the rest of the, yeah. uh, the, rest of the calendar. Let's, um, let's jump nice. into annuals. Let's jump into the annuals. So the uh, record I chose, which... I think comes close to, if not totally redeems um, this fucking piece of trash. This is not an equal pairing. The annuals is so goddamn good. Annuals are a, um, they're a band from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. That's now based out of LA formed in about 2003. Um, I think exactly 2003. So these guys interestingly came out when I graduated high school. I didn't hear about them until a couple years later from a kid who was a senior in high school that I worked with at the grocery store, Rich Coleman. Uh, 
he turned me on to this band after I had given him Death from Above 1979, which was super interesting. But he he and I were talking about it. I said, you know what's interesting? What, what what is kind of fascinating here is like I can listen to both those albums, and I find something new each time, hmm. which is kind of what's happening here. I listened to it again this week. Hadn't listened to it in a little while, but I I you know I love this fucking album be he me it's their first released critical acclaim in 2006 um and that's when i heard about them right right when brother came out which is the opening track on this album there was a video <laughs> for it all this stuff and they're on like a small label ace foo records which was not not too big it was like fueled by ramen you know like they had some cool fucking bands but they were just in that nice wheelhouse where they weren't quite victory or saddle creek yet yeah. but they you know they, they had good artists um and that came out i remember thinking that's one of the fucking coolest, heaviest, most beautiful things ever, right? And it's brother, and it's it's got that great sentiment to it, and the whole album is is very familiarly based. Like there's a song called Father, right? And 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 you know you you can you can feel that there's a lot of very deep emotion that's embedded in these in these songs, which is the opposite of how I feel about this fucking book. Maybe these will just be opposites. <laughs> and uh, opposite cast. Yeah, it's an opposite cast. Um, but but this is 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 really the brainchild of of the uh, the lead singer Adam Baker and um, for anybody listening I could not suggest a better and Daniel make fun of me live act two drummers um, absolutely fucking fantastic he has that singing style where he goes like where his chin will touch his ear and his top lip will touch the other ear. You know what I mean? Like, and he has this, this general, like, uh, like, uh, uh, when he's singing, like, it's just one of those. Murder by Death does that too. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a way to, I guess, get the tone that they, that they want. Um, because I, I've heard some other recordings where he doesn't sound as he does now, much like Murder by Death's first album, mm. right? Um, but he has this Anton from uh, Brian Jonestown Massacre sort of vibe, mm. not violent. But just like like he's sort of like this this wild man who, who who's just tethered to music and nothing else. A beast of the field. Yeah, but but I'm not scared of him like I'd be scared of Anton. Like I don't think he's gonna kick me in the head. But I do I do <laughs> see just this this wild creativity sort of like coming out, like that that one song I I got magic coming out my eyes, streaming out my fingertips, coming out my I got magic everywhere I fucking look. Like he starts the song like that. And that's exactly how it feels to watch him. You're mesmerized. Mm. And you have these two drummers going. It's, it's, it's beautiful and wonderful and, and fantastic. I can't say enough good things about this band. So that's my introduction to them. I hope that does them, it gives them some sense of, of what it is. If I were to compare them to a band, it would be um, uh, Broken Social Scene. Mm. Uh, the number of people in the band, the, the beautiful female harmonies that accompany his, a uh, little bit of that organ, a little bit of that that program drum and synthesizer, uh, and the the dual drummer. We just hit. Uh, you just gave yourself a hat trick, a Nick Mahalik hat trick. All the things you love. Oh, exactly. Yeah, are you in talked. One. You talked way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I you thought you were going somewhere. Else. You compared a thing that no one's heard of to another thing that no one's heard of. If you haven't heard, and of they're a great live band. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that's, I, that's heard the, of I knew you were gonna, social scene. Yeah, who hasn't Come heard on. of Broken Social Scene? Uh, Do you know Feist? Yeah. She was in Broken Social Scene. We don't have to say it like that. Well, I think he does. I think I got to do it. <laughs> Dude's got to defend himself from that goddamn barrage. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, that said, 
Um, I would compare them to the Beach Boys if the Beach Boys were good. Wow. I got Whoa. the kind of... Um, I don't know what you... <laughs> just drink your water there. <laughs> just drink your water there, raglan shirt. Raglan, your baseball tee dress down day. This um, fucking is a really good shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very comfortable. Um, uh, so the Beach Boys, I think it's just because of the recording technology that they were using, things sound very um, uh, separate. That's true. And yeah. there's a lot of in, uh, orchestration. And uh, I was here. Maybe it's because of the double drummer. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Just the the recording. Just I mean, it sounds. It's a modern recording. It sounds very good. Right on. Um, but just the instrumentation and the arrangements were were very lush, but not. Um, they weren't overdone. No, there were nope. no stepping on toes. No. Everything was jangly and jigsaw e and just in just a very very pleasing way. It's very rare that you can have an acoustic guitar fit into mm -hmm. the deeply bass driven sort of synthesized and and just two drummers in general mm -hmm. and cut like that it's it's and i think that 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 stands to uh or, or is a compliment to um uh baker where like he's arranging this stuff mm -hmm. so and he's a multi-instrumentalist like he plays everything I'm, and I think it, that it that sparked really, me. Sorry, go for it. I, I was just gonna say that that I think is how it, it it's able to to achieve what you're yeah. what you're saying, which is a nearly impossible task. It reminded me of everything I said about the Beach Boys, but if it was like done by Beck, yeah, there and you that's go. Kinda, that's kind of I was really comparison. that's kind of right where I was I was listening. I was like, this sounds like these things, but it's not either of them. It's like really its own cool thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That was the first thing that struck me, and the 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 fact that you have the you're introduced to them with brother, I I just that was what grabbed me. And uh, you know how sometimes that'll happen with this. This song is so unique because it starts with the acoustic, mm -hmm. very 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 slow drive, and then bang, those drums hit, and you're, you, you, I mean you're 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 in. If you're not in. You're way out, but pretty much the majority of the audience is going to be way yeah. in at that point. I like the second song, Dry Clothes, a little bit better. That, that's the one that really, I was like, ooh, right. that's the stuff. Well, th that was where I was going, is then you are not ever, you don't come down yeah. from that, and, and it's, which is wild to me because it rocks so hard. The first, I realize I sound like a fucking goofball, but it really does. Like When that comes in, it's like Dance Yourself Clean from LCD Sound System, like that opening track that just, it's this, slow burn that's just beautiful and, and wonderful and then when it hits you're like oh shit and but you somehow annuals stays there like be he me stays there for me the whole time and you get these interesting percussive parts you get these interesting i mean like i never know what's going to happen next and i've listened to this album i want to say ten thousand times it feels like you know since mm -hmm. 2006 <laughs> and that's a lot and yeah <laughs> i mean i i i absolutely love it i I, I you got met these guys at Johnny Brenda's. Yeah. And uh, the one drummer, was, we, I was, me and Tom Bannon were talking to him after the show. And, uh, and he, was like, he was like, dude, do you want to just come up and hang out? And I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. There was a, they went, on a, they went I, on a tear. Got a they few were minutes. in Philly. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab some beers for us or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they went on a tear. They were in Philly over the period of a year, like three or four times. And it was this weird thing where I just have I got to see them a bunch. Philly's a rock city. You got to hit your major markets. <laughs> it was it felt like that because they were at Johnny Brenda's. They were at um, 
They were at North Star yeah. and they were at the church. Um, and I forget where they, I, maybe it was only three times, but I got to see them a bunch. And God, I, I just fell in love with them. I think they're fantastic. Nick, talking too much. The quiet bits um, reminded me very much of a band called The Elected. Um, the Elected is a spinoff of uh, Rilo Kiley. Um, no shit. Yeah, the guitarist <laughs> from Rilo Kiley. I was drinking Kiley. some water. <laughs> <laughs> the guitarist from Rilo, Rilo Kiley, um, who also played Joey the Rat on Boy Meets World. Um, that's true. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, he started the Elected, and the Elected um, was folksy and pop oriented, but like the the way that yeah, I've never heard a, them. I don't know. There's a turn of like a there's like chord changes and a and a turn of a melody. Right. That brought me to the elected very I mean the elected are much a much quieter band. But um it just I love uh, the elected so I was immediately drawn to this. I was like yeah. that's really really nice. Um no I I I enjoyed this through and through. Um I wish it were shorter so I could do it in one car ride. <laughs> you know cuz it is long. It's like yeah. a 50 minute 50 album. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I um I think that for me, it's it's interesting because that exactly the, the length of it has never really occurred to me until I was you know listening That's to it this week a little bit more, where I was you know realizing I couldn't get through a full thing, but my my ride is not that long. In any case, uh, that really it, it, the songs don't strike me as being like you know Tool. You go, those songs are long, no. not in a bad way. You no. know that they're yeah. long. They're long songs. This I'm always like I said. Something new pops out every single yeah. time I listen to it. So I I don't have enough good things to say. I think what's unique about them, what's most unique about them is what Daniel was pointing out, which is that arrangement and that blossoming that seems to happen mm -hmm. where the, the, the song continues to open up and open up and open up. And you go, holy shit, like how many? And it's not that they're just doing the stupid thing of layers, right? Like this is actual build. It's actually what I have a problem with a lot of uh, Instagram drummers. They have these videos where it's just them, like you, you're, like you're, you're, you're peeking in on them playing minute nineteen of a twenty-minute solo or something, you yeah. know. And that really annoys me because what what music <laughs> or musicality is to me is being able to transport someone through what you're doing. Like they are now invested and they're following the changes and they're 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 into where it's going and, and, and what's happening. Well, that's called composition. Yeah. The other stuff is masturbation. The layering and, and, and just yeah. more, 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 more. Yeah, yeah that's Every what it feels like. Dickhead with a delay pedal or the um, loop pedal, whatever, you know? Sure. It's yeah. like, it's a cool trick. Thanks for that. Yeah. Going and it, but but it, it, that, here. that's the thing. You can listen to all of Be He, Me straight through, and if every song was doing that, it would it would it would be masturbation it'd be it'd be redundancy this is composition like you're saying yeah i'm not i don't know i'm just repeating what you fucking said you did it because you're excited i am because i'm glad <laughs> you guys liked it i yeah. was nervous no so i was actually nervous that that you in particular were gonna really fuck it up because they didn't hit the minor fifth quarter with the seventh and the, and the, is that and how the, you is that your you know what to find really i like amazing. i like Hold how on. my fake conversation with you <laughs> was like that just that as off about. base is my fake conversation yeah, yeah. with you yeah <laughs> so we actually know each other really well the fake uh, uh person in our heads is is just is just some antithesis who, of actual person it's like who we've uh, there's something there there's something to be said yeah, and we're yeah. not gonna unpack that right here <laughs> well, you I'm had gonna, something to say yeah i do uh, 
like I've never we've never done a show in which you two have agreed with each other more and yet still <laughs> shit on each other. <laughs> That's friendship, baby. <laughs> it's incredible. You're like, I agree with everything you just said. But you know what? I kind of thought that you were going to be this fucking <laughs> piece of shit asshole. <laughs> Cheers to that. That's very, that's very true. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's how we show love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I am really glad that you guys like this. And and for me, I think these guys still act as that secret that that I I hold like a tiny bird in my hand, and I I, I love it. That's um, they have that very two you know early aughts two thousand six sound when this this album came out. Yeah, that they're downfall is they don't have a catchy radio number that would propel them to the mainstream and on one hand that's kind of awesome this is your little rare bird yeah, yeah. you don't have on the other hand it's like oh fire. why exactly i was thinking of kings of leon when i was yeah. listening to this I was like this is exactly like black rebel <laughs> motorcycle club and kings of leon and sure. countless other bands that just kind of played that just under the mainstream circuit for years because they, they just, were because it's genuine it feels yeah. like it's genuine like this is this, these are the songs that they wanted to write in yeah. the way that they wanted to mm-hmm. write them. No one has and their hands in this shit. And people wanted it. Yeah. But just not the way not that... enough people. Just the mindless people. Oh, well, that's on the radio. I guess I like this band now. Right. Which well, is what, surprisingly a lot of people. But but that's Most, how I found at the but, drive-in yeah. and, and a lot of stuff, too. You know, there's there's well, a certain there age a, and time when that was mm-hmm. the way. And, and unfortunately, what they found themselves in is that chasm. Yeah. Right. In, 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 at the end of that, or just past that, but before people had more of an interest in pursuit. Yeah. You know, because they were used to this thing, and then the rug gets taken out from under them, and now they're like, "I can only listen to Sabbath so many times. Like, what am I gonna do with the radio?" And and oh. you know, uh, I think a lot of their fandom, um, or would would be fandom, just didn't find them. Mm-hmm. I also think. Do they still exist? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe so. That the, the Interestingly, this the EP that came out of this uh, after the sec, uh, Sweet Sister, that was the, the catchiest thing they ever wrote, uh, and I was still surprised that it never took yeah. took mm. off. I'm sorry, Nick. Well, the, uh, I was just going to comment about how the radio at the moment doesn't seem to want to give people things that has them take risks. Right. Um, you get very safe music on the radio. Yeah. Um, we said at the moment, that's at the moment. That's the game of the radio, though. They never want to. Well, I, I mean, but back in depending on the like channel, you could hear at the drive-in on the radio yep. uh, 15 years ago. Yep. What you station, know? though? Y100. That was their thing, though. But there aren't any rock stations in Philadelphia anymore, aside from classic rock and MMO. There was a period in New York City where K-Rock didn't even exist. There was literally not one rock station. When I left in 2005, there wasn't one rock station left. They all went away. Yeah. There's nothing. It's crazy, and and for us, uh, we used to have DRE though. If you remember when we were younger, oh yeah, Back in the DRE day. was that was that was it. Like that that I felt was an amalgamation of of amalgamation of college radio, pirate radio, and mainstream radio, all in one beautiful fucking Philadelphia package. That would have been a place where these guys might have shown up. There was a very interesting article on WDRE earlier this year or last year. It was like the twentieth anniversary of their final air date like when they went yeah. off air uh it was it had to have been it had to have been last year because their one of their final shows was like in december i used to go to all of not all of them i went to a bunch of them in uh you know the mid 90s they played at uh 
you know, the, the electric factory and the Trocadero. I stole one of the big WDRE banners. I had that hanging up in my uh, my bedroom. Um, anyway, the article it was talking about the transformation of WDRE, of how they were playing all of the alternative music, and then people kind of tuned tuned into that. Oh, that's where that stuff's being played. Yep. And then that stuff became mainstream because the world caught on. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, all all the people that were there for the um, uh, you know, the alternative music, what was really alternative music. That was no. now mainstream. Like, yeah. why are you guys, you know, why are you still playing, you know, track one, side one, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you know, a couple of years later, and that it ended up being their demise. No shit. That's pretty interesting. They couldn't. It's pretty wild. You know, you're on the, the edge, and if it catches on, you, it's, it's no, no longer, edge. it's, it's not the edge the anymore, zone. you know? Yeah. So they were trying to play um, other things. Like, no, we're still cool. We're still playing the stuff. <laughs> It's like yeah, but you're still playing like Pearl Jam and uh, you Look know. Look at this photograph. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every time I do it, makes me laugh. Uh, I, th- I, th- hey I, man, I, nice shot. I would love to think that they went away before photograph. They did. I would hate to think of W. Dewey ever playing. Yeah, no, I don't photograph. even think about that. Um, any, any other thoughts on this? I think we we went through and. Uh, the comparisons I think are strong for sure. It's, it is really difficult though because they are their own thing. Um, and I just, I can't say that I've seen a band like this since I haven't, I have not seen a band like this since with the energy and with the, as Daniel pointed out, composition, I have not seen somebody put together music like this. That's that cohesive. Um, and, and just beautiful but also rock my goddamn pants off. Like I, it's, that's such a weird, it's what you, it's what I kind of strive for, uh, but I don't have the talent to do. Don't sell yourself short now. <laughs> I don't think I am. I <laughs> we, we saw you playing a fucking show with one harm. And I saw like, I, I, I couldn't, I loved the music, but I couldn't stop staring at you. <laughs> fucking beautiful bastard. <laughs> My buddy, <laughs> one of my friends once wrote, uh, oh, look at you playing my favorite instrument, triangularly shaped torso. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a weird comment. That that I, weird. I could not stop laughing. What does that even mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? But it was so funny. Like, yeah. In any case, thank you. But yeah. these guys, um, yeah, I, I've always been blown away. Yeah, it was good. Nice pick. Uh, Let's, you, you stuck the landing. <laughs> God. Ro- Rocky God. start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's have some beer. Yeah, let's have some beer. All right. So, I'm ending the season batting 500. My father always said that was okay. So, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm just gonna say it's okay. That's great. Well, I'm trying to keep it in the you know the family context kind of thing. Um. That's like Hall of Fame numbers, my friend. That's <laughs> true. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was, I didn't, I didn't go past Little League though. So I guess in Little League, five hundred again. Yeah, you're doing all right. T ball. I was spending five hundred T balls. Ball doesn't break. move, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you missed that ball. Just That's your fault. Funk. Funk. Hitting the rubber. Hitting the just, rubber. Just like <laughs> bending over. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a flailing inflatable arm guy. <laughs> <laughs> there was no worse sound than that. 
yeah. the, the tee hitting the dirt and the ball <laughs> rolling away. Little, <laughs> imagine if little kids knew obscenity like then. That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, they, they, they know obscenity. They just don't have the language for right. it yet. <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah. Back comes flying at you. Um, all right, well, let's, uh, let's jump in. Wrong yes. base, our, kid. Our final, our final beer of the season. What do, what do you have for us? Nick has been so gracious to provide us with some uh, quality brews the past two times. Yeah, so this is um, – I brought this. This is Vermont Pilsner from Lost Nation Brewing, um, which I got when I was in Vermont. Uh, shocking. And I thought um, I would continue the trend last week because something you said, Nick, uh, in the last episode was that, you know, friends travel with beer for yeah. each other you know what i mean <laughs> so if we're do- talking friends and extended family that's you know all that oh nice stuff. so nice this tie-in. i think this works plus it's a pilsner it's light it's delicious it's you, you can share it with anybody yeah, um, yeah yeah um and just a little background about this brewery they are in morrisville vermont um they sort of pride themselves with uh lesser known european brews hmm. um but what was really cool is that when I, I just picked three randomly out of from my hotel. I just where were where are we going, um, and it was you have to make this left and you go on this one lane road or what feels like a one lane road that runs parallel with the highway for like a half mile, but then gen- gently drifts off into the woods. Nice. And you come to what looks like an old logging factory. Which can I pause you for a second? Sure. Is pretty much the complex that the book takes place <laughs> it does pretty much the same thing yeah, they're next to the highway and then they just are in the woods well fucking you know synergy. connection synergy right <laughs> so sounds like um, how he wrote the book he, was, <laughs> <laughs> he just went right off <laughs> <laughs> sorry, right, sorry so i got there uh, right as they opened it was very early the wedding was later in the day um and it, they they were smoking meat outside so you had this oh, really another beautiful right um <laughs> fuck that's, that's weird yeah that is um and i'd sampled four beers um and this one stood out for this as you do at 9 a.m yes it, well it was 10 30 i love that it's a pre-wedding drink yeah. well i did i did five breweries on the trip and three of which happened the morning of the uh, wedding you're, you're a beautiful monster that's um, incredible and i just did you know uh flights you don't have to downplay it. Well, I had more you than flights. You could have got <laughs> fucking hammered. That's fine. You're allowed to, Nick. So <laughs> why don't we uh, open this up and, and take take a little taste, and we'll talk some more. Absolutely. Um, Cheers, gents. Cheers. Cheers. Folks. That sweet uh, clink of a aluminum against <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> and then it's like a rubbery aluminum now these craft brewers have. Yeah, it, doesn't, like, it doesn't like clink in the same clink fashion. Oh, they also have all this wrapping on them. That's what it is. It's yeah. the wrapping. That smell, the nose. Oh, wow. That is, uh, Isn't that nice? It's like a bouquet of that. So it has that German flave. Wow. Um, and it's just really, really clean. So typically a Pilsner, you're getting like uh, either watery front or watery finish most times. Right. Right. The, the, the what do we have? The uh, um, uh, Budweiss. Yeah, right. Check right? bar. The, the check bar, yeah. <laughs> um, that is a little bit akin to this. I feel like we're getting some old world flav yeah. when, we're, when we're drinking this. Daniel's looking at me like he either really agrees or he doesn't. I'm hoping he agrees because that would continue the trend for the cast. Well, I'm hoping so too. <laughs> I was just looking and zoning out. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like when a student's responding. Right, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, keep going, bud. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. The you bell see, listen, will ring shortly. You've got to make them feel like they're... 
you know. Yeah, Val did. They're the only person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, that's really tasty. It's really nice. Yeah. I really enjoy it. And, yeah, because it's that slight malt. No water. I'm getting no water, no, which I really flavor. like. It's all flavor. Yep. Top to bottom with a slight variation in the sweetness. I like that. It's 4.8%. Yes. That's yeah. crushable, nice. I suppose. Can have you a could couple say. of those. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. when you're on, even if you're on your medications, you know, you have a couple of these. Believe it or not, maybe even just don't get behind the wheel, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we advocate for such fucked shit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not advocating. Um, a lot of their beer, unnoticeably, was low in ABV. And are they purposefully tapping into sort of like old world style and, and, and old world um, meaning like European yeah. uh, sort of like, yeah? Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, they So a lot of breweries today will put out a double and a hazy IPA and it's great. It's wonderful. But the ABVs are intense and like the, that hazy trend is very much <laughs> here. Um, yeah, I mean that's an American well, that's an American yeah. thing. Like we we have our trends and, yep. and and especially in beer we have these things and we like to push it to the limit and then you find that we we uh, destroy it. We destroy it and then, <laughs> yeah. and then it has to come back. USA. Yeah, it's like the uh, Hunter S. Thompson thing, right? Yeah. The, the well, the, the, the wave crest, the arc of American interest. Yeah, the, the hazy stuff is the <laughs> New England IPA style, which is Correct. exactly where you were. So we can forgive them for doing the thing that's well, they didn't in the do it in this one. I mean, they they had a mosaic IPA, which is which was wonderful. I've I've actually found recently that mosaic hops happen to just be my favorite. They're sweet. No kidding. Yeah. Um, they're terrific. But the mosaic IPA, which they I temper a to lot be, of beer, which <laughs> I like. I'm telling you, man. And and but. Even the Mosaic IPA was 5.8% ABV. No shit. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, that's that's like on the lower end. That's that's close to like a Lagunitas IPA. I think it's like 6.2 yeah. or something. Yeah. But it, it had all the flavor. You know? Right. It was, it's excellent. Um, yeah. I love Do Do you feel like uh, sometimes I, I find that the season also uh, will move me to, to drink a certain style, you know? There's the obvious ones where you're drinking, like, stouts and porters in the winter. Oh, yeah. Duh. But then these other ones are a little bit more ambiguous, and uh, I find that in the in the fall, I I could have, like, a four-day weekend or something, and I still won't want to, like, just get crushed. Like, I'll, I'll have, like, some of, some of these. It's the season changes mm. sort of like your – your desire, I guess, and, and what your palate wants. Sounds like you need an Oktoberfest, friend. An Oktoberfest? Why do you say that? It's the season. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, when it's it, happening it, right now. That's why. <laughs> in Vermont, it was uh, 65 and gray that morning. Oh, that sounds like heaven. It was yeah. completely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and sitting in an outdoor bar... Right. Um, and drinking a beer like this, just I felt like a connection. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's weird, but I just felt like I should be there. My father was an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> His father before him was an alcoholic. But have you ever felt like you go to a place that you've never been to before yep. and something happens and there's a smell in the air or something yep. and that you just feel like, yeah, this is where i'm supposed to be There's, this is home yeah 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 it yeah. was so it was like a wonderful moment and yeah you feel uh that that very strange thing of contentment yeah which, which is uh hard to obtain yeah obviously out of the three beers that i t- sampled i bought three three four packs so yeah. <laughs> uh this this, this was, is wonderful 
this is also wonderful. Yeah. This is delicious. The, the, the bartender, she was like, <laughs> you want three or four packs, huh? I was like, uh, yeah, all three of those beers that I had, I'm going to need that. <laughs> I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that right now. I need to possess it. <laughs> yeah, I, I always feel like, uh, especially in, in the autumn season, that like New England is calling probably because, you know, of the temperature and the foliage and all this kind of stuff. But it, it just it just seems like. I don't know. Did uh, did you see this kind of stuff that's on the can up there? Um, like, I want to visit that kind of not world. This one, but they on the Mosaic IPA can. The the building that's on there looks very similar to well, what's on this can. So this can has uh, something like I find Belgium. super intriguing with this stone uh, bridge uh, with what seems to be Tudor style. Uh, homes on it or or buildings on it which i love that period of history when the bridges had shops on them like buildings built onto mm-hmm. the bridges before we had cars obviously right because yeah. it's just foot traffic so it's just an extension of the market i love that bridge marketplace <laughs> <laughs> it's like but i don't know is that weird that's it's like literally one of my favorite things in all of history, all of human history, is that we had bridge markets. I don't think it's weird. It's so I've never thought of it. Cool, man. I don't know. <laughs> I just the visually, it's so appealing, and the fact that you you you're walking over a goddamn bridge. Because when you go to Europe, there are bridges just dedicated to walking. Still, yeah. like I don't know any American bridge that's a a bridge bridge over a large body of water that is solely for walking, right? And 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 just that you have this dedicated space to that, and while you're while you're going around, you can get a fucking pretzel. <laughs> 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 that was great. I don't know. That's it's, what he wants. It's, it's what he, it's fucking what pretzel. Heart it's ones what, with the heart ones. Calls to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so also, right, uh, what do y'all think? Final it's words. Good? Yeah, I, I like oh, it. Oh, it's a fantastic pick, nice. man. I absolutely nice. love it. This is this also feels like a, um, yeah, like you said, a familial beer. Like you, everybody, you, sh- you share this with the, yeah. with the people you sitting around a fire. This is a great yeah. fire beer. Yeah, this really is. Oh my lord! Full pint, it is. Yeah, sixteen ounces. Got to like that. Sure. Well, Lost I've actually Nation. I used to be a bottleman, um, but as I've gotten back into into craft beer um, over the last five months or so, I really prefer the the sixteen. They've ounce all can. gone cans. Though. It pre- well, well it preserves it preserves the flavor. It, it preserves everything. Absolutely no know? light getting in exactly. the gases. Is a whole thing. The the can trend started years ago. Now everybody's like. And they're easier to this goddamn to store. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. Yeah. But it's also just satisfying to fucking to pour a, into a beautiful pint glass and set it in granite. Yeah, rarely have I been like <laughs> set it in granite. Oh, well, Jesus. Set it down and Nikki then, Hollywood and then over gram here. Gram it. Yeah. To the internet interwebs. Like Instagram. He's Oh, gram it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yo, on yo, brand this guy. Yeah, I, I That's guess. That's unfortunate. That's the why you're our guy. Hey, You're what can dude. I say? <laughs> hey. I'm trending. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag oh. trending. Can you can you think of me hashtag trending? <laughs> with, with lots of ends. Yeah. Hashtag trending. <laughs> <laughs> I do I love the uh the the logo too. Lost Nation with an old banged up shed. No, Barn. Yeah, they're 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 a really cool place. If ever you can make it there, or if you're in Vermont, I don't know if you are. Go. It, well, it, Vermont it's, it's has so treat. many good breweries. My my friend David, alchemist. Who, well, I was there too. 
Um, my friend David, who, told, when he heard that I was going to Vermont, was like, um, you need to go to every brewery you can. Yeah, that's all I've heard. And that's all I did, you know, I mean, aside from the wedding and, and spending time with my lovely wife. Yeah. <laughs> Ruddick does that. He goes and just explores and yeah. it gives him ideas for, uh, you know, brews that he's going to do sure. and stuff like that. It's fast, fantastic. Yeah. Um, nice pick, man. Oh, I'm Wonderful. glad you like it. Wonderful. Let's let's wrap her up. I uh, can't apologize enough for <laughs> the, the the book choice. But you know what? Sometimes you gotta take risks. I felt like taking a risk. Um, hey and, Kev, uh, do better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the the outcome of that. But I do highly suggest everyone check out annuals, any of their albums. But starting at the beginning is a good place as any. To start and uh, Lost Nation Brewing, absolutely delicious. I am so glad for those of you who have stayed with us for three full seasons. Four will be starting shortly. Next month, we will have the first episode of season four uh, entitled, Can You Fucking Believe It? (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys. Cheers. It was a wonderful season. Terrific. A wonderful three years of casting with you. Have Cheers. Cats. Can't hear the, the just, downfall of Candace. Clink. No, <laughs> no clinky. We're living in a uh, very precarious time right now. Mm-hmm. We're losing oxygen. Correct. Uh, we need more trees. Right on. Um, I give Perfect Little World by Kevin Wilson. Zero out of five irreplaceable rainforests. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. That is a good way to end the like a season. Me and Daniel agreeing almost pretty much perfectly. Staggering. Yeah. Staggering. Yeah. How many? You can you can rate it because it doesn't matter if I I will rate your conversation. How's that? (laughs) Okay, go for it. Uh, In terms of um, irreplaceable rainforests. Okay, so I'm gonna give it four point five irreplaceable rainforests. One because I have to take half a point. Mostly because I was so fucking puzzled about <laughs> the banter between you two. <laughs> it was well, like, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Fuck you, though. You're the worst. <laughs> Four point five is good, though. Yeah, it is good. Just got to knock off the, you know, the, the puzzling uh, uh, shit talking that went on. Oh, the conversation. Per- yeah, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not reading the our book. conversation. Not Whew. the book. I got real mad. I didn't stay with us. No, come on, man. Jesus, no, okay. I was r- rating your conversation. I, <laughs> I was enthralled <laughs> <laughs> nice all right well uh season four will start that'll be the next one that you guys hear from us and we will be posting some updates as to what we will be reading nick why don't you take us away all right hey listen why don't you check us out on the internet at facebook.com slash book record beer podcast on instagram at book.record.beer and on twitter at book record beer we are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you check us out there. Be sure to check out Lost Nation Brewing and Annuals and tell Kevin Wilson to do better. And <laughs> next time, we have some really cool surprises and fun stuff that we're going to be doing for Season 4. So thank you so much for joining us and continuing to join us. We'll see you next time. This is the embassy. Enjoin us. And join us. <laughs> it sounded like you were almost gonna say angina, and then you were gonna say enjoy, and you enjoined us. Enjoin us. Enjoin us.